Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. This episode is brought to you by our friends over at Farmers Insurance and Derek Shaw. Don't be caught unprepared next time there's a flood, a hurricane, if you're in a car accident um, or anything like that, make sure to get a home, a life, or an auto insurance quote today. D. Shaw is eagerly awaiting your call. He'll give you a free consultation, advice, and a quote. You can check out his Facebook page at facebook.com slash Derek Shaw Insurance or reach him on a cell phone number. It's 214-729-6462. Shoot him a text, give him a call, uh, send him a FaceTime. He's always available. Once again, that's Derek Shaw with Farmers Insurance. He's been with us from the start. Uh, one of the best guys that we know. So check him out for a home, a life, or an auto insurance quote today. Once again, his phone number is 214-729-6462. Okay, guys, you out there? We are here. What's up? Oh boy, all six pennies here today. We got a very fun podcast planned for you guys. Actually, we had a lot of trouble coming up with the topic, but today's topic is about celebrities, one of my favorite topics. And this came about because I think Albie was telling us about uh, the, the Chris Wars and some updates on Chris Pratt. Uh, we've done Chris Wars podcasts uh, multiple times before. Uh, I think that was one of our first podcasts that we uh, yeah. ranked the the various Chris's. So there's Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Evans, Captain America. So let's go for an update real quick first. Um, any any updates on any of the four where you would move them up or down on your lists? Um, let's go with Mock. I can't remember. I mean, you're right. We we have talked about this before extensively. I think it was our second or our third one of all time. I think back then I probably had Chris Pine as my fourth. And after thinking about it for the past, you know, day and a half, I, I think I have to leave him there. I, I, I don't, I, I'm seeing a lot of the stuff online about, you know, Chris Pratt and maybe being MAGA and all that. But uh, just from a body of work standpoint, Chris Pine is still, I think he's still clearly the last cog. Poor guy. Uh, I mean, he's got he's got some stuff. He's got Star Trek, Jack Ryan, and um, and Wonder Woman. So I mean, he's an amount of things. That's a lot. Yeah, but I, I guess when you compare to to Captain America or Hemsworth, I mean, I think Hemsworth was the leader of the pack. Um, I was a Pratt fan until I found out about this MAGA stuff. So <laughs> I, I guess if you're ranking them, Pine probably still is further back. But Albie, what about you? So is the question who moves up or moves down? Sure, take it however you want. I mean, Pratt for me moves all the way to twenty fifth. <laughs> so the other three are great. I mean, Chris Evans uh, a couple months ago did a um, you know a thing to get people out to vote, so outreach to vote. That's great. Chris Pine has always been very outspoken. This was way before BLM, so. He's up there for me as well. And then Hemsworth, just as a, as an actor, as a person, I mean, he's he's hilarious. So Hemsworth, definitely top three for me. And I'm sorry, Pratt, but yeah, off-screen stuff, the stuff he did that happened with Anna Faris, all that as well. Um, sure, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's way down there. I mean, Chris Evans probably had a, a pretty big change because of... Um, you know the the dick pic that he put out there that that probably changes things for some folks uh does it doesn't do much for me i think we probably would still leave hemsworth at the top there and like we talked about pratt at the bottom but that's not the topic of this podcast the topic was hey are there other celebrities who have the same first names who we should pit against each other and yes the answer is yes i have a ton of celebrities to pit against each other are you guys ready 
Let's do it, man. I do you can't guys, wait. This, do we is, talk? this is your, like, if you had a dream job, this is pr- probably I love this. what you would do, right? I love this stuff. So You would, some of, you would be a host of a e-Hollywood show, and you would just <laughs> pit first names oh, against man. each other. It'd be so fun. Um, but the problem is, like, sometimes there's very clear winners and losers, and, and that's not as exciting. Um, but, you know... I, I don't know. Sometimes you can argue either way. We we did a couple previews yesterday, and there was already a little bit of um, conflict between the two of you. But the question that we're going to ha- be looking at here is very specifically, which of these actors would you say is better today? Um, and that, that can mean what you want it to. That could mean like, hey, their potential is greater. That could mean that their past is so much greater that you need to move them up your list. Uh, you can choose what it means. Their, their peak might have been better or their longevity may have been better you can you can pick what that means to you but it's really as of today who would you pick so let's start with the first one on my list um i think it's a pretty eh, probably a pretty easy choice but um we're going with the brads we're going with brad pitt and bradley cooper oh is bradley the same as brad uh yeah i mean it's close enough come on <laughs> uh i'll go first i mean pitt pitt is one of my favorite actors of all time yeah um he is probably Mount Rushmore for me for all time. So I, I have to go with him because I think he is. I mean, obviously, people talk about his good looks and yeah, I mean, his good looks and sure, his relationships off the screen. But he is super versatile as an actor. If you take away the good looks, he's still an amazing actor. With that being said, so even though I would pick Brad Pitt personally, Riley Cooper is is very underrated. One thing that I you know talk about with my buddy all the time is um, we both are very into Wedding Crashers. Like it's probably my first or second favorite like comedy movie. But who would have thought out of all the actors in that movie, Bradley Cooper would be the biggest star? Hmm. Let me think. Owen, Vince, Rachel McAdams. Christopher Walken. I mean, to me, Bradley Cooper, and then the the movie he had with Lady Gaga with all the Oscar buzz. Mm, I mean, true. that just put him over the, over the top for me. But you're going with you're going with Pitt. I'm going with Pitt, but I I love I also love Bradley Cooper, and I think he played and sang all of those songs for that movie. I have yeah. the soundtrack, and the he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing in it. So, props. To, I doubt Bradley Cooper can record a studio version you know album so mock how about you so i'm a i'm a huge pit guy so is the wife we have like i don't know why we still own dvds but half of the dvds that we do own are all bradley pitt movies bradley pitt okay cool yeah brad okay brad i'm trying to to keep them the same name yeah that Uh, works (laughs) i have kind of a hot take maybe it's not a hot take i think they're about the same like in terms of acting ability i think they're right on par with each other but i think just in terms of media or or just uh public perception i would actually say pitt's acting is underrated whereas cooper's acting is overrated even though they're at the same level i don't think that's a hot take no i I think yeah how do you react to that i think that's a pretty solid take I, i think brad pitt's acting is is probably a little underrated. I just watched Moneyball the other day because it was on. It just showed it's up on so Netflix. So good. It yeah, is so good. It's so good. He he's awesome in it. Uh, but if you think about like even his other roles, like Benjamin Button or Seven or 
Um, you know, and Big Short, like all of those movies, he's he's really good in them. Bradley, I, I would definitely take Bradley, Brad, Bradley Pitt. Let's go with Bradley Pitt um, over Cooper. But it's it's relatively close. This is better a better conversation than I was expecting. The resume has to go to Pitt just because of the longevity, right? Sure, yeah. And he's done so many different types of movies. I mean, I guess Cooper has too, but yeah, but I, I it's, think it's almost think of... like twenty more twenty more years of work. Yeah, but if we just think of, I, I don't know, for me, it, it comes down more to, like, likability. Like, what are the movies that I like from each of these actors? And if you mm. think of Ocean's Eleven and Fight Club and all these movies from Brad Pitt, like, he's he's a pretty clear winner over, over Bradley Cooper. If, uh, this is not meant to be morbid by any any sense, but let's say you wanted to find Brad Pitt by one movie when he's gone. Like, what, what is that movie? What defines him? Uh, for me, it's, it might be Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's either, I think it's either Fight Club or Oceans. I also think it's Fight Club. So same question for Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> Silver Linings Playbook. Of like a he star stars in the American Sniper. and Yeah, American but, Hustle. But you're right. In terms of like likability or general reception of the movie, like everyone knows or ev- I feel like everyone feels like Cooper's movies are, you know, good. Like that's the kind of level they're at. But just in terms of, for sure, rewatchability, I, I would go Pitt movies more than Cooper. I mean, for money making, he's got uh, all the Avengers movies though, as as Rocket and Guardians. So that's that's a plus. Okay, we, we spent too long on that. That was, that was better than I expected. Let's go to the next one. You guys ready? Yeah. Uh, the next one is uh, we're gonna go with John, and we're just gonna go with two. I, I just got I just have two Johns for you. We got John Krasinski, Jim from The Office. Um, and John David Washington, up and comer from Tenet. Mm. That's like Mark's favorite movie right now. Good one, huh? This this is too much recency bias for me. I, I yeah. And so you guys go first. So J- John David Washington, uh, he's a, he's the son of Denzel, right? Let's yep. make that official. So yeah, he is super talented. He grew. He obviously he grew up in a family with all the resources. Um, that you can have to be an actor and he took advantage of it and he I mean he started with ballers right and he's hilarious in ballers but I personally haven't seen Tenet and I personally have not been impressed in terms of movie making I I I see the talent but like every time I go to a a JD movie I'm like I I want more maybe I'll get that with Tenet I'm not gonna go I I don't know when I'll see that I, I maybe I'll get that but for for Jim or John Krasinski, he was the opposite end of the spectrum. Like he in Jim, like we just pigeonhole him into this specific role or specific typecast. But then when he spread his wings and started acting more in movies, I was more impressed. Maybe because I was you know caught off guard at how good he was. So yes, um, I mean like for me, Quiet Place. I still love Quiet Place. Like it's still one of my you know, favorite thrillers in the last few years. Obviously, the the show that he has on Amazon Prime is is awesome. Jack Ryan. Uh, the was it thirty seven hours or forty seven hours? That was nonstop action, and that was all him as well. Right now, for me, because I haven't seen Tenet, I'll I'll go with John K. Have you yep. seen any of John's other movies? John David John. Washington. <laughs> um, there's the one movie that was Black Klansman. Yes, and I was. It was good. It was good. It was okay. good. I I felt underwhelmed. Is that bad? No. I, I haven't uh, seen no, it. No, it's fine. I, I, 
I don't know. I think it was like a, a pleasant surprise, like because I had only seen he had only been really in ballers at that point, and so I think he saw some of the acting chops come out. I, I'm kind of with you, Albie. Um, John David Washington. I, I haven't seen Tenet. I'm sure he, it's good, um, according to Mock, at least. I, I have the pleasant surprise thing going with John Krasinski because you know I I love The Office, obviously, and and Jim was one of my favorites. Um, but you know I didn't expect much more from him. But so when he started to direct, produce, and um, do Quiet Place and, and Jack Ryan, those things. I think it was a pleasant surprise. So I'd probably go with him, but uh, Mock, you have the floor. Yeah, I got to go with Jim. Um, oh! I think John David Washington, he's coming into his own. Tenet was incredible. I, I highly recommend you guys to go watch it in theaters if possible. But yeah, John Krasinski, not only The Office, just the rewatchability, I feel like, has been huge, especially in the pandemic. Sure. But the Some Good News oh, yeah. video series he had with uh, starring his wife, Emily Blunt, as well. I'm, that's a that's a sick power couple, man. Um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I just it, it does feel like, you know, J.D. Dub is on the way up. He, he's a rising star. Uh, but John Krasinski is, is kind of at this point, he's established like he, he's done it, kind of done it all. So it's a sweep for Jim Halpert. OK. Let's go to the next one. Just uh, sorry, just just a side note. You guys have you guys seen Malcolm X with Enzo? No, not yet. a long time ago. Um, maybe not. But his son, Jonathan David, was uh, was a student, was an extra in it. I just found out on IMDb. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna, way back I'm in gonna the nineties. Yeah, I'm gonna go look for him. <laughs> okay, let's let's go to a, a female. Um, and th- and this time we're we've got three. We've got three Kates. Oh. Three Kates, Ooh. and I'm fudging it a bit because we're going Kate Winslet, Kate Beckinsale, and then Kate Blanchett, who's a C A T E, but still Kate in pronunciation. Oh, this is huge. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wow. so just is... you just wait, Mock. It's gonna get better. Yeah, this, this is, is huge. Interesting. Oh. I'll let one of you guys start because I'm not very well versed in these three. Uh, I, I Tim, think it's... Timmy, Timmy, give us, give us, Ooh, give us the. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I mean, Kate Blanchett and Kate Winslet are both, um, they've got the acting chops. They have both Oscar nominated, probably winners. I think they both won Oscars for Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress. So they're both pretty outstanding. Um, Kate Beckinsale is quite beautiful. Um, I saw her. I saw her in person in, in Santa Monica. I, I've told you guys that story. Oh my gosh. At, at how least, many times? How many at times? Least 100 <laughs> times. How many times are our <laughs> listeners going to hear that story? I don't know. So many times. Um, so she's she's going to win for me cause, because Kate, of Kate of Blanchett bias. has two Oscars. Winslet has one Oscar. Oh. Blanchett has two. Wow. Oh, man. This is so tough. If I had to rank them, I would go Winslet, Blanchett, and then Beckinsale. Just in terms of acting, I, I, I believe you. I, I know, I think she's, yeah, Beckinsale is definitely radiant. I think that's a great adjective to describe her. But Winslet, I feel like she, Titanic was huge. It changed the game in so many ways. And I think back then, I'm trying to think, that was probably one of the first movies that I really remember going to the theater to watch and, and just all the hype surrounding that as well. So yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give the edge to Winslet. I mean, they're both right there. Um, Kate... Blanchett has has won two and been nominated five other times, and Winslet has won one but not been nominated six other times. Oh, wow. So yeah, so so you know, top five finishes seven times in total is pretty outstanding. Albie, I think if you were to ask me who is known for their acting, I would I, I'd probably say Blanchett has 
has the has the reputation. I don't know if like Winslet has that within Hollywood. Obviously, really? I'm just projecting from an outsider, but um, I don't think like people. I agree with Mock in terms of Titanic. It was the most successful movie ever at the time, and um, we all remember it because we were you know very formative ages at that time and. She became the face of that one or two year run, but I don't think people within Hollywood are like, "Wow, she did an amazing job from an acting standpoint." I think Blanchett has that, but to answer this question, and it's um, for me, it's because I don't have a lot of knowledge on the three. But out of the three, my favorite movie would probably be Serendipity. So then yes. I'd have to say Beckinsale. All right. Ooh, wow. Okay, man. Okay, Mock, it's gonna get, it's gonna get a lot better. Um, but let's take a quick break and talk about another one of our sponsors. Well, NBA season is over. Uh, the MLB season is racking, wrapping up, but we still have football, uh, and there's a lot of sports still on TV to watch. And you can make money while you're watching it. Uh, the way to do that is by betting on sports. We have legalization of sports betting in many states. Um, all sorts of sports bet it, betting websites launching with various promotions. And so you can make money if, if you know the right place to make. And that's where our sponsor, Analytics Capper, comes in. They have state-of-the-art da- data analytics algorithms. They have real-life experience going to Vegas and making huge bets. Um, and so you can follow them, and they'll give you the best bets every single day. The website is up. That's analyticscapper.com. The Twitter handle is also analyticscapper, kind of like a handicapper. You can sign up for various plans, whether it's a daily, a weekly, or a monthly subscription. And make sure you're ready to take advantage when there's uh, a good spread, uh, if there's a parlay, if there's any kind of bet you want to take advantage of and make some money while you're watching some good sports. Once again, that's Analytics Capper, C-A-P-P-E-R, uh, on Twitter or on their website. Okay, next one on the list. It's it's only it's a head-to-head, but um, I, I found it really fascinating. And it's the Mats. We have Matt Damon and Matthew McConaughey. So my my initial reaction is McConaughey. Really, um, I think his McConaissance the last twenty years have has been amazing. Plus, I think he has the most memorable, if not one of the most, but the most memorable Oscar winning speech, and um, he deserved to win. And so I I I'm gonna go with McConaughey. He started off, you know, very. I guess one type of role, right? Like he was in a bunch of chick flicks. I think the first time we all saw him was Angels in the Outfield. But I don't know. He's done so much more since then. He's done so so much more for the university that you two both went to. He's I think he's still presently a professor for UT. Like I think uh, for us uh, being from Texas, I think uh, we just have to go with McConaughey. And don't forget about the ads, right? Lincoln and Wild Turkey or what, whatever it is, whatever whiskey it is. <laughs> Long Branch, Long Branch, I think. I, I do love Interstellar, and I think it was amazing in it. So, Sure. I'm the opposite. First thought was Matt Damon, I think, just in terms of longevity. And, and I feel like hit after hit after hit. McConaughey, I'm trying to think. Uh, honestly, I don't even remember the name of the movie that he won the Oscar in. Like, Dallas I, I, Buyers Club. Okay, Dallas Buyers. Okay, he he lost a lot of weight. Yep. Is that his best movie? Like, is, it's is, it's yeah. funny that they're both in Interstellar. Now I think right. about it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, if if you do the thing where you're trying to figure out like what are what do you remember from this guy? Like, what is the the movie you think of? I mean, Matthew McConaughey. I think of like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. 
Yeah. Or or the commercials or True Detective maybe. But Matt Damon, I mean, Goodwill Hunting, Departed, Oceans, Talented Mr. Ripley, The Martian. I mean, Born. Bo- obviously Born. There's just so, so much. Like, I would definitely give it to Damon. But, I mean, I understand the reconnaissance McCon- and Texas um, and the ads. But I think Matt Damon just has way too much up his sleeve. I think Damon's defining movie is Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Yeah. But I think... I mean, did you guys not watch, like, I don't know, Lincoln Lawyer, Wolf of Wall Street, Interstellar? True, yeah. Man, it's it's so hard. I I feel like it'd be fair, maybe we pull, like, compare, like, top five movies versus top five movies, but but Damon's is, his list is so long. Yeah. It's it's really hard to combat it. Yeah, but, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. Damon, Damon is, um, it's, I mean, it's hard to meet for me to choose because I think Timmy you you probably I don't know if you did but uh, I'm saying you might have crafted this question because you know I love Matt Damon but yeah yeah um I don't know for me the last and it's not even that recent I would say the last 10 years for me has been Matthew McConaughey jeez all right okay here we are we have two more and these are gonna take these are gonna take a little bit you know, I, I forgot the mats. I, I thought about adding them, but I I figured it was kind of a different category. It, Matt Matt LeBlanc and Matthew Perry, Chandler <laughs> Chandler versus Joey. Man, that would have been a good one. Okay, um, the next one is the Toms. And the Toms are fascinating because, remember, this is who would you take now? And you, you have a couple. Uh, I, I think there's probably two that we'll say are kind of against each other, and the other two are in a different category. There's so four? There's four, man. We have the powerhouses. We have Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise. Yeah. That's, and then we have... Yeah, and then on the other side, we have Tom Hardy and Tom Holland. So we have a pretty pretty interesting set of characters here. You have Bane versus Spider-Man. You have, I mean, Hanks and Cruise. I mean, whew. It, this is a tough one. Uh, I, I didn't know what to do here. I, I named the four, and I was like, oh, my God. I, I can't wait to talk about this because I, I, it could go any number of directions. So we got to do it in two sets, right? So Yeah, like, so you're, you got to do old school versus new school, right? Like old, old versus new. Yeah, school. yeah. I, I mean, I, I think definitely Hanks and Cruz are going to be one of the – are going to be the winners. It's not like uh, either Hardy or Holland would win here. So let's Mark, go. Mark, just because I'm asking this question, you probably know the answer, but out of – Cruz and Hanks, who do you think has more Oscars? <laughs> Hanks? Tom Cruise. No, he doesn't. What has he, he has won? three. Uh, he was, he's, he's nominated oh, no, right, for three, right, bro. Right. Sorry, I misread it. I no, he's excited. only been nominated for three. <laughs> Hanks, is, Hanks has won like two or three of them, right? Hanks As won two, yes. Yeah. Hanks won two, Cruz nominated for three okay 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 hanks hanks has been nominated one two okay 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 four other times the right answer the right answer is hanks but is it we're gonna make all me and timmy are gonna make all the arguments for tom cruise (laughs) but but today today is the right answer hanks because do you want the past or do you want the present and the future today i today i still think hanks Hanks would appeal more to to everybody. We got another Mission Impossible movie coming. We have we have all sorts of stuff from Tom Cruise. Only the very best appreciate Tom Cruise like us, man. Yeah, it's uh no, I mean Tom Cruise is pretty incredible. I, I guess it depends what you value too. Like, are we talking just action? Uh, are we talking just like acting stop uh, chops, acting chops, or are we talking about? 
you know, movie star because Tom Cruise can bank it over and over again. I mean, he had a few clunkers the past five or ten years, but for the most part, he is a, a huge star and it's a very it's a very interesting know. conversation because one thing I, I've always brought up in the past and you know, we've done this with sports, but I've done this with, with actors and actresses as well. But who in Hollywood can carry a movie by themselves, right? That's always the the number one answer because you've had Examples like Forrest Gump and Castaway, where Tom Hanks just does it all on his own for three hours and we're just watching it. But with that being said, I really think Cruz can do it as well. He just, in my opinion, he just chooses, like you said, the action movie, the blockbuster movie. And so there's explosions and there's other guests or there's other stars. But I feel like if it was just a Tom Cruise movie, I think I would... I know I would still watch it. Yeah, I I think a Tom Cruise movie like, will will be enjoyable no matter what. I mean, we will. Yes. But, yes. Uh, but just straight acting chops. Oh, that's not what we're talking about, right? Okay, so you're talking more just enjoyability of a certain movie. I guess it's up to you what yes, what you value. Yeah. Depends what you value the most. Charisma, I guess you could say that that Cruise brings. Yeah, it it's just very depends. charismatic. Yes. It depends what you want to see, right? Like. <laughs> Tom Hanks movies, I don't think that I always want to see every Tom Hanks movie. Pretty much every Tom Cruise movie that comes out, I am interested and want to see them. There's a couple stinkers. You know, he did The Mummy, which was a big bust. The second Jack Reacher movie, not good. But, I mean, besides that, this... I I do like asking this question for all of our actors. What is the defining movie for Tom Hanks? Like, for you, personally. I'll start with Timmy. Uh, I think it's Forrest. Forrest, Um, what about you? I mean, Castaway is way up there, though. Yeah. Mock, what about you? Pretty close between Forrest or Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. I mean, Woody from Toy Story? (sighs) That's pretty big. So same question for Tom Cruise, Mock. What what movie would it be? Oh. Mission uh, Impossible. Show show me the money, man. Jerry. Okay. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, uh, Jerry Maguire is way up there. Um, It's got to be Mission Impossible because it's most recent for me, so that's recency bias. But, like, Top Gun? I mean, Mm -hmm. come on. There's, there's There's a lot of stuff with Tom Cruise. Hey, did you know that they're uh, they're starting production or have in the works a second Edge of Tomorrow movie? That's been in that's been in rumors for a while, right? Oh, I didn't know that. It's listed as in production in his IMDb. I assume it's like so. Re, it's like repeat and die or something. Yeah, they they like rebranded Edge of Tomorrow as Live Die Repeat on uh, various things. Go. Like they put that yeah. on the DVD and on Blu-ray and stuff. And so this one's called Live Die Repeat and Repeat. I would say the one thing Not that. Great. When, you know, when people ask me, why do I like Tom Cruise so much? And it's not that I hate the others. Like, I like Tom Hanks, and he's amazing, obviously, two, three-time, multi-time Oscar winner. But what really sold it with me with Tom Cruise, and he has amazing action movies, but when he played the bad guy in Collateral, and I think I've mentioned this in the yes. past, it's yep. very hard for this person who's been seen as a protagonist for basically 25 years of his career playing the bad guy it's kind of like denzel denzel training day training day yeah like it's very to me that's very impressive and i don't know if i could see tom hanks playing i don't know whoever like donald trump right like i i can't i can't see that for example and i mean i'm I'm always gonna side with my boy tom cruise so i have one more big one that we got to get to but I, I want to really quickly go with the Hardy Tom Hardy versus Tom Holland conversation yeah. and see if you guys have any strong opinions on either. Holland for me. Really? I thought you were a big Hardy guy. 
I do like Hardy, but I think Holland's, and again, this is how we all interpret it. I think Holland is like, um, potential. What's, what's the heat guy that Miami heat that would like set everyone on fire. Tyler Hero. Yes. He's Tyler Hero, man. He is Tyler Hero. Just, he, just cause he's a white, white guy who kind of looks like him. And skinny and athletic. And, um, I what feel if, like. So what if the, Tom, the next the next big role right for English actors is Bond. who is going to be the next James Bond, and they've both been rumored. And for me, I would rather see Tom Holland because I can see him wow, playing. Really? I I can see him playing that role for like twenty years. I don't see Tom Hardy doing it for a long time. Oh man, that's. I, I feel like if you we just look at amount of work, right? All of his movies, you've got to go with Hardy. Uh, yes, but you're right. There's something about Tom Holland that. He has that draw. He has the, uh, I'm, the it, what comes the to mind factor. The it factor. What comes to mind for me? Have you guys seen his lipstick battle? Yes. Yeah, he's like, awesome. It's amazing. That was incredible. Like one and of the best performances I've like, ever seen. Or something. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of I'm just opposing that lipstick battle with the umbrella <laughs> in the rain versus all of Tom Hardy's incredible movies, including wow. including like my favorites like Inception and and yep. uh, it's. Mog, Ooh. how come you're uh, Mog, How come you're so big on body of work for acting, but not for basketball players, specifically LeBron James? <laughs> Wrong topic, dude. I'm I'm fine with LeBron. I I have nothing bad to say about him since 2016, man. He's he's top five. He's top five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we we got a wrap soon. So let's uh, let's talk about our last sponsor first, and that's Loan Factory. Um, if you are in the market to buy a home or to finance or refinance your home, check out Loan Factory. Their website is um, loanfactory.com. You can also see them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash loanfactoryhq. But make sure to reach out to Billy Nguyen. Uh, his phone number is 469-585-4498. He's our contact in the Dallas area. He has the branch of, of Loan Factory there, and he has a number of different brokers um, that work with up to 40 different lenders. They submit to all of them, and they get the best rates for you. For financing or refinancing your home, now is still a great time to do that. So make sure to check out Billy with Loan Factory. Once again, the phone number is 469-585-4498. Okay, it's time for the mother load. This is the big one. And unfortunately, I, I don't have a ton of time to go over it, but I don't even know how we're going to do this. It's the Jennifers. So mm. we have Jennifer Aniston. We have Jennifer Garner. We have Jennifer Lopez. We have Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Lawrence. And there's more, but I, I'm just going to stop there. And um, I don't know. Just run with it. What do you guys think? Ooh. What happened to Jennifer Lawrence? Like, I feel like we haven't... She was on such a high trajectory, and then we haven't heard from her. And No love for Jennifer Love Hewitt? I, I, I was going to put her in there, but I mean, that's... I don't know. It's, it's a little <laughs> like, you know, that's when we were like 19 years old, right? Um, what happened to Jennifer Lawrence? I think what happened was she she did go on this meteoric rise, and it was justified. Um, but the last, I don't know, two to three movies that she made on her own that wasn't related to X-Men or Hunger Games were flops. And mm. so she also, she took that, I think I read a story where she took that really personally, and like she decided to take some time out of acting for a while. I don't know if she's back. But that's the latest I heard a few years ago. Yeah, but, she hasn't. I mean, as as far as like peak superstardom, she is. To me, she was 
number one out of all the Jennifers. Who did you mention? Connolly, Aniston, Lopez, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I mean, I would still take Lawrence. She was, she was the face of Hollywood, not only for for women but for men too, for actors. Yeah, I I don't know what happened to Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I I think like you said, she uh, had a a huge rise, maybe too much too soon, and. Um, yeah, things kind of drop for her. Uh, because of that, I, I don't think I would take her just because I don't know where she is now or where her future is at. When do uh, you think the first Hunger Games was made or shown? 2012, maybe? Isn't that so long ago? Eight oh, years. it is 2012? Okay. Yeah. Wow, oh, yeah. That's right. That's when all her, yeah, she had a that's ton a come out right then. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lifetime ago. That means she started filming it a decade ago. Like That literally is a lifetime. Mark, who would you go with? This is, uh, I'm going to go with J-Lo. Um, okay. It's the that's, same. That's my wife's girl. It's the same. Yeah, it's it's kind of the Will Smith effect. Anytime you can cross over like she did uh, and, and, and really succeed at such a high level on on, to, on so many different levels, I, I got to hand it to her. But you're right. If Jennifer Lawrence didn't fall off the map, it, this would be hers, hands down. But she didn't. Yeah. So. Yeah, this this had the most names, but actually it wasn't the hardest for me. I, I probably shouldn't have done it last, but I think J-Lo is my answer too. It might be recency bias. I mean, her kind of, not a comeback, but just like maintaining of relevance for so long and being still so good. I, yeah, I, I would go with her just because, like you said, if, if Jennifer Lawrence was still up there today, then she'd be kind of a clear winner because of the, the doubt there, then I'd have to go J-Lo. Um, I think... Connelly. We should we should yep. mention we should mention Aniston. Like we should give her some credit. Eh. The early early two thousands Jennifer mm. Aniston was more than just Rachel Over, Green. Overrated. Right? Cool. Sure. I mean, she she did the same type of movie. She played the same type of role, but she was like perfect at it. And so, yeah. um, you know, the breakup rumor has it. Marley yep. and Me was a great movie, and and all the stuff before that. Along Came Polly was awesome. Like she had a run where I was like hits hit hit in terms of chick flicks so i mean yeah, i do want to exactly. mention yeah i do want to mention like jennifer anson definitely had her run in the mid 2000s yeah exactly if you're gonna go chick flicks or rom-coms then i mean she would she'd probably be the winner here what about plus, across the board just the like, switch man the switch, the switch. oh the switch yeah. maybe i need to change my answer that best jennifer movie period what, what would that be oh that's that's a tough one is jennifer connelly's in a beautiful mind right yeah, because that's mine right now. That's probably Which is a great list. movie. Yeah. yeah, but that was like 2001. Uh, yeah, and yeah. it's just it just really shows like the brilliance of the Toms really for me, like that they're able to keep it going through, going on four or five decades now. It's insane. It all comes back to Toms. <laughs> all right, well let's wrap this up. Thanks for joining Six Pennies Podcast. Let us know who else we may have missed. There's there's more on the list. I just didn't get to them or they just weren't as good. Um, but maybe we can talk about it next time. Uh, thanks for joining Six Pennies Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes if you can and comment on Facebook and hope you can listen again next time.